0: It's a very funny business, isn't it? Um, An orange with a candle stuck in it and sweets on cocktail sticks. But I want to suggest that actually this helps us to understand uh, what we all need this Christmas. Not just this Christmas, but every Christmas. Every day of our lives. And that is to know that we're safe. Whatever happens... Uh, to my life, to yours, good and bad, that it's okay. We're not in control, but wonderfully there is someone who is, and he is utterly good. And if we are to hold his hand as we walk through life, take hold of his hand, we will find the peace, the joy, the hope and security that we all need. Because this uh, Chris Dingle this candle, represents the light that God sent into the world, the light that shines in the darkness, this dark world of ours, uh, and uh, it's a light that will never go out, never go away. And as I was thinking about light, well, that got me to think about our church lights that we've had uh, put in this year, and i thought you wouldn't mind if you just indulged me by letting me show them off for a moment they're so clever they work on a phone so let's see what we've got if we want to uh, if i want to draw your attention to the organ for example if i push that button ooh indeed how about looking up to the ceiling let's see uh, what our ceiling looks like we've got a beautiful ceiling all that colour I think it's a bit bright, isn't it? Let's just dim it down a moment. That's very clever. Let's get back to where we were. We've been uh, really enjoying our lights at uh, Christ Church. Each Sunday, we can now see where we're going. We can read our Bibles, and they help us to enjoy uh, the beauty of this building. I don't know what you would say is the most beautiful part of the building. Uh, When I bring people here... I always say, for me, it is the natural light that we enjoy. There's so many windows in the place that during the daytime, the place is flooded with light and it really is beautiful for that reason. But another reason this building is beautiful, perhaps the main one, the thing that everyone notices, is our stained glass window. But look at it now. It's just a dark screen. What do we need to show it off in all its glory? Well, of course we need light. The problem is the clown who helped put these lights in uh, put the switch for them downstairs in the boiler room. They're not on the phone. So what I need to do now is to go over and shout to Rob to turn them on for us. Bear with me a moment. Lights, Rob! There you go. You see, what was unreadable, blank, suddenly with light comes alive. Stained glass windows are a bit like children's picture storybooks. So for young children who can't yet read a storybook, the beautiful pictures are there to be enjoyed and they tell a story at the same time. And hundreds of years ago, when many grown-ups couldn't read, someone came up with a brilliant idea of telling the story of who Jesus is and what he's done through coloured glass in church buildings. And I'd read this week that stained-glass windows have been described as truth embedded in walls. Christian truth embedded in walls. We all know, uh, what does uh, this saying, how do we finish this thing? A picture paints a thousand words, that's right. What do we mean by that? Well, for this window, for example, the thousand or more words that I would need to describe what's going on in all these pictures here, well, they're just summed up in one picture, one series of pictures, And this, uh, our window here at Christchurch is brilliant because it there's so much of the Bible story packed in here. Uh, and in the middle, Jesus hanging on a cross and up the top, risen, ascended, Jesus, the hero of the Bible. I think there are 770,000 words in the Bible. But actually, I wonder if you noticed in our reading that God doesn't need thousands of words to make himself known. Just like this window in itself tells so much of a story, so in our reading we had, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word in the Bible is like a nickname for Jesus. And like all good nicknames, it brilliantly captures who Jesus is and what he did. You see, Jesus is the one through whom God makes himself known. He is God's word to us, the way that God speaks to us. So what I've done is I've changed his nickname for his actual name. So let me read this again. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. Jesus was with God in the beginning. Through Jesus, all things were made. Without Jesus, nothing was made that has been made. In Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So just in a few words, can you just capture uh, the majesty of Jesus Christ? We read down a few verses later, verse 14 the word became flesh, Jesus became a baby and of course that's what we celebrate at this time of year each Christmas. Well I don't have time uh, this afternoon to tell you more about this story but I don't want to send anyone away uh, disappointed as we think about this amazing time of Jesus becoming a baby. So as Christmas is the time of giving I've got two giveaways uh, which are downstairs on the table, and you're very welcome to pick up as you leave. The first one is a little leaflet that two people in our church family put together uh, telling you about our stained-glass window. It's a great read, so do feel free to take that as you leave. And the second one is uh, this little booklet, Four Kinds of Christmas. You see, just as uh, this window is embedded in the walls of this church, so the Christmas story, that first Christmas, is embedded into our culture. Every year we remember and celebrate it. But what do we need to bring it alive, to make it have colour, to make it sing, to make it life-changing? Well, just as this window needed light to bring it alive... So the Christmas story needs the light that God gives to bring it alive to us. And it's my prayer that uh, in God's kindness, some may take this booklet and read it. And the truth uh, of the Christmas story, the truth of uh, Christmas doesn't just remain embedded in the walls of this church, but finds itself embedded in the hearts of men and women, boys and girls, as we walk through this dark world of ours. Let me lead us in a prayer as we finish. Father God, we thank and praise you that you don't leave us in the dark, but have wonderfully spoken and speak today through Jesus, who is the word, your word to us. In him was life, in him is life. The light of all mankind. And he promises to keep us safe and to guide us uh, through troubled lives in this troubled world of ours in which we live. We praise you once again this Christmas time for the gift of your son. And we pray that you would send his light. And we pray in his name. Amen.